Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp here for the Matt Riddle Brocast. We are coming at you a day early. It's weird how everything worked out. Jimmy had to do his show tomorrow. Matt kind of needed to do a show today. So it all works out. And here we are with Matt Riddle, fresh off of a killer match with Shibata. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty sweet, bro. Pretty sweet. Had people on their feet. Killed it. Just I'm watching killed. it tonight. Just, just, you know, just killing main events all over the world. No big deal. That's what your bro does. It, it happens, you know? Yeah, it, it was a really good time. Uh, it was a really good weekend. I wrestled Ryan Smile or Smiley. or I think it was just Smile. Ryan Smile the next day at IPW, which was a really good one as well on Flow Slam. And, uh, yeah. Successful weekend in the UK again. Very excited to uh, watch that Shibata match. You're getting big in the UK. Yeah, I'm big. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm pretty big everywhere right now. You know, the funniest thing about that is <laughs> I have no concept of, of time difference. I know it's five hours ahead there. But I had sent you a text message and you had replied and like 12 minutes later, you're out in the ring facing Shibata. And I was like, this guy. <laughs> oh guy. man! Twelve minutes before you're about to oh, just beat the shit out of Shibata back and forth. Yeah, and you're just like wrestling is so much fun, and I'm like, damn. You know, I, I'm, I'm, I keep my composure. You know, I'm good at that. Now it, it was like I said, it was a lot of fun. I've been looking forward to it. it was basically, I, I felt like. You know, every time I go to England, I was in England the week before wrestling for progress and got the Atlas title. And then I just got the, you know, just, you know, I didn't beat Shibata, but I got to wrestle Shibata, which was awesome. And uh, it's just been a, you know, been a good month. Good month. UK is turning into a pretty consistent booking for you. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to be doing a tour there in May, but also in Germany as well. So. I'll be, you know, I'm bouncing all around. That's interesting. Who yeah. would have thought Matt Riddle would be, like, one of the biggest things in the U.K.? You know, I think even in the States, I stay pretty busy, you know. I got the PWG, AAW, Beyond Wrestling, Evolve, uh, Wrestling CZW against, you know, David Starr. Like, so, you know, even in the States, every, like, big indie show, um I'm there too. It's been it's been good. I've been getting lucky. So this is a far cry from the promo you cut, <laughs> the Buttertooth Brit promo. It's becoming like a second home to you. You know, I've said that to people before. It's uh, especially recently. You know, uh, I used to dread going to England. You know, because you know the weather and. Just, you know, just getting – I remember getting spit on and all that nastiness. But uh, ever since I've been there for pro wrestling, it's been nothing but nothing but love. So, you know, no complaints. And even the last time I was there for uh, my fight with Che Mills in London, it wasn't bad. Now, granted, I haven't been back to Manchester yet. Ooh. So maybe Manchester's the spot where, like, they just hate me. Would you recognize that fan if you saw him? No, I I kind of went red. I, I there's a lot of them, and 
I, I, it was dark. You know, they drop the lights before you walk out. It, it, it was hard. I think that's why I was as mad because I didn't even know who to hit. It was oh, no, man. Yeah, it was hard. It was a hard. I looked him in the eye, but still, he like ducked off. What is that sound? What is hitting your microphone, Matt? I don't know. Oh, probably my table. The Come wobbly on. table. Wobbly table. Come on. I, I, I'll, get a, underneath that bad I'll get a book of matches. I'm holding it up right now. You can't hear it now, right? Correct. Yeah, Do you I'll see my new piece of memorabilia? I'm not a big memorabilia guy. I got a Jeff Jarrett laser engraved guitar, Matt. Have I ever? That's pretty legit. That's pretty, have I ever showed you my hacksaw Jim Duggan uh, two by four? Is it a foam one? No, it's a real wood one. What? Autographed and everything by the when Hall you, of Famer. When'd you get that? The first ever already, Royal Rumble winner. Yeah, he, it was after he was inducted into the Hall of Fame. Is recently. Wow, that's phenomenal. Well, not too recent. It was probably like I would say I was still in the UFC, so it was probably like five years ago, six years ago. So, this, so you've been—you were a big wrestling fan. Well, I don't—I don't know if it's big, but you were a wrestling fan even back then. Back then, yeah. I mean, that was only six years ago. Yeah, I know, but been a wrestling fan since I was like nine. Well, here's the thing, Matt. I asked you when I did that interview with you for when you had the Titan fight. I just asked you, hey, you interested in wrestling, anything like that, just as a shot in the dark because I helped do crossover articles. So Mm -hmm. any content I could get of an MMA fighter saying, yeah, I sure would like to wrestle, uh, that that, that was good content for us. I was surprised. I was like, ah, he'll probably never really wrestle. As it turns out, three years later, here you are. Hey, it happened. It does happen. It did happen. It's going to keep happening. You got Evolve this weekend. I'll be there for Saturday. Yep, Evolve, Evolve this weekend. I got I got Evolve, I believe, what, Friday, Saturday? Are those the days? Uh, yes, Friday and Saturday. I'll be there Saturday. I'll buy my lonesome like a dweeb. Why? Because the people I'm going to the Rumble with have, like, they've got some sort of scavenger hunt going on so i'm gonna be at evolve they're gonna be doing that you know all right all right the san antonio scavenger hunt yeah on friday i think it's saturday Saturday. i'll be getting in friday night ah mm. all right all right pretty legit pretty legit what what are your plans i know you got you got a seminar tell me Uh, how that's gonna work I got a seminar, you know, well, it, it's me teaching some, uh, I, I would say what I bring to professional wrestling, which would be more of a realistic approach to professional wrestling. So I'm going to teach my, you know, my aspect, my element of that and, you know, my philosophy on that. And then I would imagine, uh, you know, there'll be matches because it's not just a seminar. It's more like a tryout, you know. Uh, to get on the Evolve roster, or see what you got, or see if there's any potential there, you know? Not say if you don't get picked or singled out, there is no potential. There's always potential. But, you know, it's, it's a good place to get seen. The WWE's always got eyes there. You know, just, if, if you're a professional wrestler, it's like, and you want to get to the WWE, I'd probably be there. <laughs> the, Pretty pretty solid advice. Yeah. Uh, are you wrestling Friday and Saturday? What what is your weekend wrestling schedule right now? I'm wrestling Friday. I'm wrestling Saturday. Those are in Texas for Evolve, and then I'm wrestling Sunday for Beyond, and that will be against Brian Cage. Where's that at? Where's the the Sunday show? I believe in Boston or. It's like the Electric Days or Electric Haze Ballroom or something. I don't know. I don't know if it's – if you look at beyondwrestling.com or Beyond Wrestling on Twitter or Facebook, you can find it. You know, it's but it's pretty legit. There's a lot of other great matches too. So, so you're making the flight from what? San Antonio to Boston Saturday, yeah? Yeah. That's a busy weekend. Always, always a busy weekend. And then the following weekend, I go to Ireland and wrestle Pete Dunn and uh, Tyler Bate. 
So, Ooh. do you think they're going to let that Tyler Bate match happen? Well, I don't think it's on like a flow slam or anything like that, yeah. you know. So I don't see where there would be an issue. I'm really interested to see how that all plays out with the uh, with you know the flow slam WWE the UK deal because they've they've signed up a lot of the UK guys over there and. Mm. Have you been told thus far, hey, you can't wrestle these guys on at least like a streaming service? Do you know what's up with that? Well, I know I was supposed to wrestle Pete Dunn at IPW this past weekend on Flow Slam. And I couldn't wrestle Pete Dunn on Flow Slam because he's not allowed to wrestle on Flow Slam. So I wrestled Ryan Smile on Flow Slam. And Pete Dunn did like a dark match prior to the show starting. Still a good match, you know, but, you know, yeah. Where? How do you feel about that? Do you think that's negative for the business? Do you think it's positive that at least those people are under contract? I, I, I don't think it really matters, you know. It's a... Uh... If you sign a contract and they tell you not to do something or you sign a contract and well, once, once you sign a contract, if they t- tell you not to do certain things and you agreed to not do certain things, that's just how it goes, you know? So I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. They agreed to it. And I think they can still work a lot of other places. I think it's uh, just bigger streaming services such as uh, – like Flow Slam, because that's more of a you you know that's an international streaming platform. If you think about it, they're doing European matches, they're doing American matches, and not just like video. They're doing like live streams, you know. So I think that's just more competitive, you know. Now we're gonna get to the good stuff. Did you watch this Tito Ortiz Chael Sonnen fight? That that happened already? No, I didn't. What happened? Chael Sonnen showed up really pale and out of shape. And if you if you would be surprised, a really, really big Tito Ortiz beat a pale, out of shape middleweight. And there were a lot of idiots saying that the fight was fixed. That seems a little reckless, don't you think? Uh, I wouldn't say fixed. I would say Chael Sonnen will show up anywhere, collect a check, and get beat up. Uh, yeah. I don't know if it was fixed. You know, I don't think Chael Sonnen bet money on himself to lose, but I don't think he bet on money for himself to win either, you know? Yeah, he he's also taken a grappling match against Gary Tonin. Ooh. Which is which is a little uh, I hear about this dangerous, Gary, in my opinion, I, if you're trying to keep your image. I hear up. about this Gary Tonin guy. Who is he? He's I hear good things. He's a grappler. Good stuff. Where's he from? Yeah. Uh he's uh I believe he's a black belt under Ricardo Almeida. Well, where's he from? Where's he from? Is he from Jersey out. or Pennsylvania or something? Because I feel like he's in the area. Doesn't have it listed. I'm sure I could find out. Um, yeah, it says South Brunswick, New Jersey. Yeah, I thought so. Four-time yeah, EBI champion. Yeah, he's not too far away. Black belt under Tom DeBlass, and I, I assume... Yeah, uh, that, yeah Tom DeBlass, yeah. Considering... <laughs> Chael Sonnen just got choked out by Tito Ortiz, 42 years old. That's that's a rough one for me. Now, Bellator sunk a lot of money into him, and he just he wasn't in shape. He didn't look ready to go. That's rough, but people are making like fight-fixing accusations. I don't think people understand how reckless such an accusation is. My The governor of my state, Matt Bevan, accused – the Joe Lozon Marcin held fight of being fixed. And I was like, Do you realize that's that's an athletic commission? That's a government that you are trashing right there. He he seemed to think that the UFC appoints judges. Well, I think, you know, uh, if they 
legally act on these accusations, that's one thing. But it's if they just make these accusations, that's another thing. I feel like people have their own opinions, you know. Because a lot of people are like, oh, the Shamrock Hoist Gracie fight was fixed, you know. Oh, the Chael Sonnen fight, Tito Ortiz fight was fixed, you know. I remember when people said that the, the Ken Shamrock-Kimbo fight was fixed because Ken Shamrock didn't finish that choke, and I was like, what What were you all watching? That's not how I've seen anybody finish a choke, like a 1990 pro wrestling sleeper hold that Roddy Piper's trying to put on somebody. Then again, it's Ken Shamrock, and it's nothing against Ken Shamrock, but uh-huh. it's like it's been a while. MMA and jiu-jitsu has evolved, and... You know, everybody's just better now. Even the worst guy is way better because the average blue belt in every gym is way better than the UFC olden day guys on the ground, you know? Yeah, that's true. I mean, back in the day, Ken Shamrock was considered excellent on the ground. But, I mean, Kimbo Slice, you wouldn't have expected him to be better on the ground than Ken Shamrock. No. Well, I, I don't think he necessarily was. I think that was father time and, you know, and I think Shamrock did a lot of wear and tear. Like, I think Shamrock, during the Attitude Era of professional wrestling, I think he took a lot of damage that he probably shouldn't have took, you know. What are your opinions on these, I don't, I don't know, freak show fights, these golden age fights, these senior fights? Mm-mm. Uh, it it depends. It depends. I I like them to an extent. If they're even and they're somewhat competitive still, I like them. I'm not a big fan of, like, I wasn't a big fan of, like, Hoist Gracie, uh, Ken Shamrock, you know, and some of the other fights like that, you know. But, like, I don't know. you, You bring some people back and, like, that certain air, probably like 45 to 50, possibly. But even then, like, that's – it's mixed martial arts, you know. It's it, it's pretty dangerous. Like, people – like, you can die if you're, like, 18 in your prime. Yeah, uh, like, what, what age – or do you think it's a case-by-case basis? Do you think there's a certain age, like, maybe they should – I mean, there there are ages where they have to – go through advanced testing or something, but at what point do you think it's just too much to do? I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I think I, I, what, what are you going to, you can't really tell people to stuff. Then they'll like try to fight you about it. And it's like, you're just trying to help them. So what, what, what do you do? If you were to pick one freak show fight, that you could see, which would it be? What would it be? Who would you pit against each other? Put against each other. Hmm. How about this? How about this? What two pro wrestlers would you want to watch fight each other in an MMA fight, whether they have experience or not? Maybe you Uh, just want to see them fight. I think a great fight, and it would end in a brutal fucking knockout, would have to be like Titus O'Neil and Jack Swagger. I think Jack Swagger would beat the living shit out of Titus. Titus O'Neil is a really big dude, though. If he can let any, like, if he can throw like one haymaker, but Jack yeah, Swagger's yeah. got the wrestling. Probably got oh, some the American, American, as he said. Yeah, and he's he's powerful. He's got power, you know. So, I've, but I've I feel like that's like two huge human beings. That, like, if you actually put him in a steel cage and watched him go at it, you would think this cage was going to break. I feel if Jack Swagger left the WWE, Bellator would try to sign him tomorrow. They should. He's humongous. And he can wrestle. They should match him up against Bobby Lashley. I think Lashley would probably beat him just because he's got more MMA experience. But they signed, like, Tyrell Fortune and people like that, and – they started him off slow, which I think is smart. They started him off against like 0 and 0 and 1 and 0. You never I'm okay know. with that. Yeah. Hey, you never know. They could come after a guy named Matt Riddle in the future. Yeah. Pay him, pay him a bunch of money. Stop it. Come on, Matt. Stop For it. the right amount of money, 
Stop it. You would smack. You would crush some can for 15, 20 grand. You know TV. what? I wouldn't. I don't think I would. Maybe. Really? Maybe. I don't know. I can't. I can't say. So, if times got tight, you know, I might have to step back in the cage and throw down. But right now, as well as pro wrestling's going, I, I don't think I need to throw down in a steel cage. It's pretty nice. It's, pre- it's got to be pretty nice to be a 30, what are you, 31 now? 31. 31, an age you could still compete. I, I don't know if I've ever seen you look better physically. I, hey, I was watching your matches this weekend. You have gotten trimmed down, my friend. Bro, I'm I'm literally weighing like 208, 211 right now. That's where I'm fl- in, bouncing in between. I'm the Atlas the- champ, bro. I'm making the come huge. You got yourself in just over the past year. Impressive. You know, I think it's just the longer and longer I go without uh, having to cut weight, I'm still growing, but I'm like still leaning out, you know? And then, like, when I first stopped cutting weight, I felt like I got a little too heavy, but now it's like I feel like I'm just, it's coming together, you know? What do you, what do you attribute? that too like is it you wrestling longer matches like how do you how do you stay in the shape in shape on the road because my boy jeff jarrett who has got his guitar right there he said that he used to stay in shape by wrestling and when he wasn't wrestling that's when he really had to step up his other workouts is sometimes that really just all you can do is just wrestle on the road yeah i mean well what else do you really need to do if you're suplexing people and you know stretching and Running and you know hitting people, screaming. I I don't know. It's a workout, I guess. Wrestling's tough, you know. But uh, I mean, I think if I was if I was gone for a while and I couldn't get to a gym, I'd still be doing push-ups and sit-ups. Like that's what I was doing in China. And then uh, you know, and then like even if I was on the road for a while, I'd probably still go to the gym like once or twice a week. You know, like I went to the gym before. Uh, you know, we did this today, but like even yesterday, I was still pretty tired. Didn't go to the gym yesterday or Monday because I got in from England at like eight o'clock, and then I leave for Texas tomorrow at like eight in the morning. So I, maybe I'll work out tomorrow in Texas at like the hotel, but probably not. You know, hmm. you're a genetic freak, Matt. Had to be, had to be for this business. <laughs> And like, is is there any point when you're on the road when you're like, shit, can I keep doing this? Can I can I physically make it? Or are you just stallion mode? You know, it's pretty the, – the pro wrestling, you do get – you get a decent amount of rest. The jet lag for me isn't that bad because I was so used to uh, just flying, cutting weight with the UFC, and that was just dreadful. So when I'm like full – like healthy right now it's like it's so easy to travel and still compete and uh yeah you know it's just easy peasy just having fun so when you're when you're on the when you're on the road you're doing all this stuff are are some of the trips more difficult like i don't want to say of course they're more difficult than others but are there times where you're like "Ah, i'd rather be wrestling in england right now i'd rather be wrestling locally i'd rather be missing or wrestling west coast like have you had to battle the weather battle any of that stuff yet well you you battle weather of course but that's kind of like where i live because suddenly if i lived in like the desert i could probably fly into anywhere at any time you know so it really depends on where you're flying at i live in pennsylvania like right now it's 50 degrees so it's uh it's pretty nice but, uh, but you know, weather can play a factor. But for the most part, it, for me, it really doesn't matter. The fans are different in every part of the country and, you know, world. But it, it doesn't really matter where I work. I, I like working everywhere. It's fun. And I noticed a lot of your bookings are in the Northeast. Do you find that geographically you living in Pennsylvania helps that? Because, I mean, you're, you're kind of like Pennsylvania, like kind of right in between like Chicago. New Jersey, New York, like you're sort of like in the middle of all that. Yeah, I think I think it does help, 
Uh, I think it helps. I live really close to the Philadelphia International Airport. I live close to the Newark International Airport. I live close to ABE International Air. I live close to a lot of international airports. So I think that helps me out too with travel arrangements and stuff like that as well. You know, and I wouldn't, I don't think I'd have that accessibility and I can drive to all those airports quick, you know? So I think that also helps out with, uh, you know, transportation and stuff. Somebody just sent in a question. UFC Bantamweight Michael McDonald. Do you know him? I do. Okay. His career is on hold for now because he has to save up money to pay for his training costs. This guy is a top 10 UFC Bantamweight. Yeah, he's really good. He is. See a problem there with that? The fact that he has to save up money before training yeah and he's a pretty good clean cut guy i mean i don't know if he has like a gambling problem or something no i'm kidding but uh, <laughs> but uh yeah that's kind of that's kind of messed up because i remember he fought for like the title when i was in the ufc when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yep. He fought at UFC on Fuel TV in 2013. He's only 26 years old right now. He's missed a lot of time with injuries. He missed like two years with an injury. The injuries will get you. And when an injury isn't treated properly, like my hand wasn't 100% treated properly when it first happened, and I was almost out a whole year. Then I got great. I got like that fight of the night, and I got a couple bonuses, so that helped. But it, it really, it really kills you, you know, when. You get an injury and it doesn't heal properly and it takes way longer than expected. It really hurts, you know, the old bank account. Do you remember when they brought in the insurance policy? Were you in the UFC as part of that? I was in the UFC before it and I was in the UFC when they brought it in and it was trash. I don't know if it got any better. I remember the copay was $5,000. Ooh. So even if you wanted, like, if you got sick, you, like, No, you just used it for, like, serious injuries. That's what it was there for. You didn't use it for anything else. And it's not like it covered your family or anything. It just covered, like, injuries. So if you uh, got hurt while training, you had to pay, like, what, up to $5,000 before they would take care of it? Yeah. You had – well, no, that was your, like, copay. Oh, so that, that was the limit? Yeah. Ooh. That was a $5,000 copay. So what, that includes MRIs, doctor's appointments? I, I, I would imagine. Like, you, yes. Like, but, like, it, but it didn't really cover anything else. So, But then again, it, it's probably changed. Maybe it's changed. I don't know. Do you think that more promoters should offer an advance on, like, training costs? Like, maybe a stipend or something that eventually comes out of their, their fight purse or – or maybe there should just be a stipend anyway. You sign a bout agreement. The UFC has to put down basically a deposit on you that is non-returnable, whether you pull out, you get hurt, or anything, that helps with those costs. I think, you know, in theory, that's a good idea. But too many fighters pull out and stuff like that happens. So it's like there's no way I think a promoter would do that. Or could do that unless they had as much money as the UFC. The UFC could do it, you know, and would be fine if fighters did pull out or et cetera, you know. But at the same time, I don't think any other company in the world would be able to financially afford that, you know. True. Yeah. Now, you did have a lot of fights that had to be canceled due to injury. You had a lot of injuries in MMA, but I, when whenever you have to pull out of a booking or something, I don't see it being because of – injuries anymore how do you hold up physically now compared to then 
Well, and the, why? The, the, the big thing with injuries also in mixed martial arts is a lot of those times maybe I could have fought with like maybe a broken hand or like a torn ligament or something like that, but I chose not to because if you lose a fight in the UFC, it's like that could be your job. That could be your last fight, you know? So, you know, you really got to play that stuff, you know, a little safely, you know? Pro Professional wrestling is extremely difficult, but you can also work around certain injuries, you know? So I'm not saying I have anything torn. I don't, you know? But I think if I did, I would be able to work around it. And I have been, like, sore in certain spots and been able to work around it, you know? Well, that, that's also a big thing. Like, if I got an injured knee and I have a choice, you can go to wrestling, pro wrestling practice or training, or you can go to grappling class and probably go into pro wrestling training because people are working with you, not against you. If somebody shoots the wrong kind of, like, single, if you get thrown, you land on your knee or anything, that can mess it up, but... You can, like, if me and you were training, I could be like, hey, Matt, my knee's fucked up. I'd be like, sweet, German yeah. suplex. Yeah. <laughs> like, you'll be fine. It's your neck. Heel hook. Here you go. Crank. No, no heel hook. Arm bar. I was, just in, I was just insinuating that you would be an asshole about it. Oh, of course. Reckless, as you say. Sometimes, reckless. sometimes. I can be reckless sometimes. I know you haven't kept up with WWE much. Do you have a favorite for the Royal Rumble this weekend? Oh, man. Oh, man. It's a big year. Big month. Rumble month. 2017. It's going to be a doozy. I'm a big, I'm a big Rumble guy. Uh, Me too. Um, I was born in the month of the Rumble. It's true. So uh, me and the Rumble, me and her go back. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> Jesus but, uh, this year, uh, I, I see a lot of people, I, I Sami Zayn can't even get in the rumble. Is that oh, he's in, he's in, oh, he beat Seth in. Rollins and took Seth Rollins spot. Oh, Hey, ouch. Yeah. Seth Rollins is hurt. I'll let me, let me list you the names that are in this Mojo Raleigh. No. Rusev. No. Big Cass. No. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Big Cass could be a a big win. That'd be nice. Big Show. No. Did you ever watch The Waterboy with Adam Sandler? Yes. He came back wearing his Captain Insano gear, pretty much. He had a pretty sweet singlet with the stars and stripes on it. Recently. This week, yeah. Oh, nice. Getting ready for that Shaq. Maybe he's doing like a Harlem Globetrotter thing. He's in great shape. He has abs now. I heard. I saw. He's He looks incredible. He does. Uh, Luke Harper. All right. That guy's a stallion. He is. Randy Orton. Stallion. Bray Wyatt. Pretty good. Stallion. Former world champion and uh, rock steady. Sheamus. He's pretty good. Stallion. Are those all the guys in the Rumble? There's only like eight? No, there, there are more. Cesaro. All right, you don't have to list all of them. You know, but like, I'll tell you, like, I would like to see like a Cesaro win it, but he's not. Him and Sheamus are like the tag champs. They got, yes. that, they got that thing going on. Let's be realistic. It's going to be one of like the top top guys. So Undertaker, Ambrose, New Day, Goldberg, Lesnar. New Day? Ron. Yeah, New Ron. Day? They're in it. They're not going to win it. Miz yeah. is in it. Ambrose is in it. I'm talking about people that might win it. The first couple of people you look at. Oh, sure. New Day, come on. No, Kofi Kingston's just thinking about a spot where he can like not put his feet on the ground and get back in the ring. What the hell was that? Did a truck just drive through your house? A truck just drove by. A hot rod. Damn. Hot rod, bro. I wish I could be that cool. Wow. It's that time of year. Jesus, man. It's crazy. It is, it it's unseasonably warm, isn't it? It really is. It really, really is. It's like 55 degrees here. It's pretty nice, though. I like it. 
I like it. Hey, I'm going to be flying out. It snows Saturday here in Kentucky. I ain't going to be here for it. It snows a lot there in Kentucky, huh? It's so weird, man. Like, uh, it was maybe a few months ago, we had about an inch or two of snow, and then four days later, it was 71 degrees. That's how it is out here in the Midwest. Well, you got to be careful. Yeah. (laughs) Reckless weather. Reckless weather. Dude. Temperatures changing like that. You're asking for it. Do you think John Cena wins his 16th world championship at this Royal Rumble? Or do you I think he'll hold off? I hope not. What, is he wrestling for the title? Yes, against AJ Styles. Oh, wow. It's going to be a hell of a match. Oh, man. I mean, I hope not. Because then does he, does he beat Nature Boys or does that tie it? He'll tie it technically. But in reality, Ric Flair's held it a lot more than WWE claims he has. All right. And Ric Flair says that if John Cena breaks the or ties the record, he's just going to start saying that he won it more than what he actually did. Sounds good. That's that's in the Rick Ric Flair spirit. I'm down. I'm down. I appreciate yeah. that. I like all of it. I would you know do what, that. You know what I noticed as I watched several of your matches this week, Matt? What's that? You have wrestled about oh. 742 people that are under WWE contract now. You mean everybody that they just signed this past year? Like everybody they signed this past everybody. year. They basically wrestled me and they're like, he's a stallion. It must be it. That must be it. If only they would have gotten on a podcast and talked about shitting on the streets and drinking piss, they would have gotten signed a lot sooner. Yeah, I mean, I didn't drink the piss or shit on the streets. So. That's true. Uh, but yeah, Tommaso Ciampa. Uh, I know they wanted to sign Zack Saber, Chris Hero a couple times, Roderick mm. Strong, T.J. Perkins, Trevor Lee worked for TNA, um, Tommy C- End, Cedric Alexander, Cedric Alexander, uh, Pete Dunn, Trent Seven. Is he signed? I think he's signed. Mm, um, probably. You've worked with people from like every company now: Ring of Honor, New Japan. WWE, TNA. How's it make you feel? You're a world traveler now, Matt. This is a different lifestyle than what you were doing a few years ago. I mean, uh, all all you really say is stallion. You're going to look like a stallion when you wear that fightful t-shirt that I'm bringing you this weekend. Oh, hey. Yeah, guys. Head over to ProWrestlingTees.com slash Sean Ross app. Get those Fightful Tees. Wow, just pumping that Pro Wrestling Tee merch. Yeah, you can get some catch wrestling gear there, crack and fight team gear there. Speak, but... Speaking of merch and pushing gear. Hey. I don't have the PayPal link anymore. Sir, what happened? I got something better. I got a website. Go to kingofbros.com. Pull this bad boy up. Kingofbros.com and get all your official bro merch today or tomorrow. It's not going nowhere. Little slow to load. Little slow. Hey, what a good looking site. Hey, just just put that up. Let's see what we got here. Look at that. Look at that. We'll go to store here. We'll check that out. Look at that. Fantastic. Fantastic. I saw a created character of you in WWE 2K17, and they have added the Altered Bro logo. Oh, yeah. That, I've seen it. I, I've seen it. I I need to get 2K17. Maybe I'll throw down on that. Probably shouldn't. Probably won't. It's a, it's a pretty decent game. Pretty decent game. I would, but 2K, 2K18 is going to come out. and It's going to come out in like nine months, man. Yeah, I should just wait. <laughs> you should just wait. Jesus, man. <laughs> wait, wait till I'm in the WWE. And then they'll just give you a game? They won't give you a game. I can assure you that. I've been in the UFC. They don't give you a game. I doubt the WWE gives you games. Sean Pearson said that he got a Fight Pass subscription, but then when he retired, they, they just canceled that shit real quick. I, I believe it. I believe it. You, you don't get it, man. You want to talk about a guy who doesn't give a single fuck. Sean Pearson does not care. He's a guy who just... 
It was like, yeah, I'm on a three-fight winning streak. I'm just going to retire now. See you guys later. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. Sean Pearson knows you go out on top. Hey, that, that's that's what the people at Fightful do. If you leave that, the UFC and you're part of Fightful, well, you're that, doing it on a winning streak. That's what you do in the fight game, you know, unless, like, you see a company trying to give you a push or an opportunity. But, like, if you're just grinding your way through and, like, and Sean Pearson, I'll be honest, by the time he got to the UFC, he was probably already, like, 33 or 32 or yes. something. I was, like, 24 when I fought him. Yeah, he was 34 years old. Uh, yeah, I was 20. He was 10 years older than me when I fought him. Damn. You know, and he just made his day butt. His day butt. You know? <laughs> and he barely survived. Oh, Jesus barely Christ. Barely survived that slobber knocker we had in Montreal. That was Dude, a good fight. It was. It was fun. Dude, $100,000 bonuses, son. We had to go hard. And I you had- didn't get it. No, no, that was bullshit. Dude, that don't, was get, bullshit. don't get me started. I don't, I don't know about Sean, but they did hook me up with some bonus money. I was about to ask that, and I won't they, ask the amount, but but they, they, they did hook me up. It definitely wasn't a hundred, but <laughs> I, I felt like I earned it because I definitely, you know, I don't know if she, I definitely pushed the pace of that fight. No disrespect to Sean, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, he's a fantastic man, but. But, uh, yeah, they, they sent me a couple of extra doll hairs. People always ask us when we're going to put on a Fightful event. Maybe we can get the rematch, a grappling match between Sean Pearson and Matt he's a, he's a He's a tremendous grappler. I'm down, you know. He's a great he, personality to have on here, too. That's what I like about you and Shane and Elias Theodoro and Sean Pearson. It's, there's a difference in not giving a fuck, but not giving a fuck because you haven't had success. All four of you have had success. Sean Pearson walked away from the UFC. He was like, yeah, see you. Elias Theodoro is still there, and he's like 6-1, and 5-1 and one in the UFC. Shane Helms is working for TNA, was a top merch seller in WWE, and he's and always I'm, open. And I'm just the only fucking bum-ass that got fired. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Damn it! Did you hear the Damn Matt Riddle? It. Did you hear the Matt Riddle diss track that came out after the AIW stuff? I don't know. I, oh, somebody God. said something about it, but I don't think I ever heard it. <laughs> oh, it was so, like, it wasn't supposed to be funny, but it is. And it'll probably cause a diss track to be written about me, the fact that I'm even mentioning it. But I never I heard got, it. I heard it was pretty funny, though. It Kind of, but I don't think it was supposed to be. But I don't was know, it maybe mean? it was. Was it mean? Well, they told you to suck Gabe's dick, so. Whose dick? Gabe from Evolve. Oh, Gabe's dick. That's funny. That's good. That's a good one. And one of the lines was he called Lewis Lennon a pirate. He's the captain of the fucking ship. I was like, man, they went in on this. I thought it was over when, you know, I did the interview with John Thorne. I did the interview with you. We did the follow-up. That was it. They did their podcast. There were diss tracks about this. We're going to have to do a clapback, Matt. We got to do a song to the Regulators beat. I mean, I could probably – I would, <laughs> but I don't think – no. You can't do me. that justice. It, it's, it's not worth my time. It's, it's disrespectful worth- to rap over the Regulators beat anyway. It, you know, it's not – I, I need. I need to probably do that before Warren G stops letting me use his track. I probably <laughs> need to make it like a parody of the regulate track and be like, "It was a cool bro night," you know. And hey, you've thought about this, haven't you? I too much. <laughs> I just really lack musical talent. So we've got we've got a lot of musicians who follow the shows. Like I get people that will remix podcast you know what i really need i need a highlight tape so i can you know send that to some japanese promoters so i can go over on their soil and suplex people i looked for a highlight reel of you and couldn't find it and i was me too but you see i can find highlights of certain matches so i do i have a plethora of material yeah well i have enough fisherman brain busters where you could probably have Five minutes of it's like Stone Cold Steve Austin awesome stunner track. Love Dude, that move. 
I can literally just and like you just have a couple songs, you know, have the beat drop when I drop people on their heads. That's a fantastic move. I love it because sometimes you'll like run with it. Sometimes you'll just leave your feet. You'll just sweep your body. You sweep your own legs out from underneath. It's magnificent. I I do it that way because it gives you the illusion of me jumping. Yeah. But I do it. So it's just like, it's just like a steep drop and it just, you know, it's like, like it's from a higher height, but it really isn't. Now I'm just dropping. I brought this up about 742 times. I've been watching a lot of your matches. You're a hell of a seller, Matt. You know, uh, I pride myself on my selling capabilities. That's really awesome. And here's the thing. You'll have a lot of people that are, that are like, you got to sell. It's realistic. Well, realistically, you wouldn't sell a damn thing if you were in a fight. But you were able to make that transition like, no problem. Yeah, you know, and, and like uh, if you watch the Shibata match, you'll see even even more. Or I don't know if you even saw the Kyle O'Reilly match at Bola. But it, like there's more realistic selling than that. Like you're still selling and there'll be some spastic movements. But there's still, like, at moments, there's still real selling, you know, like a yeah. good knockout sell, you know, and stuff like that. So, uh, but, yeah, you'll really like the Shibata match tonight for sure. Guys, if you want to hear more cool words like debut, uh, register at Fightful.com. You'll get early access to shows like this with Shane Helms, uh, articles from Jason Kincaid, financial analysis from Brandon Howard, Plus, you get all the live coverage of UFC, WWE, TNA, Lucha Underground, NXT, Evolve, all that stuff. Forums, video galleries, photo galleries. You're really getting everything. Everything. We even talked about video games, speaking of which. We do. Resident Evil 7 just debutted yesterday. Got it. You did it with the VR standard. Oh, VRs. How is that? How is that? Woo! I feel like I watched Cesaro play it on Xavier Woods' game channel, and it looked awesome. And I'm not a Resident Evil guy. Bruh. Bruh. Well, it's not even like a it's, – it's a weird kind of Resident Evil in the sense like it, there, there's something going on there. I don't know if it's zombie-related or whatnot, but it's like a weird, creepy family in like Louisiana swampland, and you're like – Crawling around the swampland, and there's mansions and weird catacombs and stuff like that. And the VR is really good, and there's a you can adjust the VR to your liking. So, uh, yes, so far very good. It looked really awesome. I am pretty much just a Grand Theft Auto and sports game guy, but that looks so cool. And I saw that, and I was like, ah, I need to check that out. All I mean, of them. If you like this weekend, games, it's good. It's a good one. This weekend, my wife and I defeated the Power Rangers Mega Battle game. Hey, three hours. Wow. Knocked that right out. It's an old wow. 2D side-scroller. It is it is just updated Turtles in time. Nice. Well, did, did you get it on, like, the Xbox Arcade or something? Yeah, PSN. Yeah. yeah. Got it on there. Fun stuff, nice. man. I love those old beat-em-ups, dude. Like, Good for you. Good for you. I'm proud of myself. Now, did they give you an infinite amount of continues? Was that why you were able to beat it? They, they did. I think we continued once. Once. Really? So you were that good? They're pretty I've good. Never, I'm good at beat em ups, man. I've, I've never played that game, so okay, I'll take your word for it. And it's Tower Rangers. They probably made it for kids, so. Maybe. What's wrong with that? No, I didn't say. Did I say anything wrong with that? They, they, made, they, battle, made, they made Battle Toads for kids. That game was hard as shit. You know what? They made a lot of Nintendo games for kids, and there was no way kids were ever going to come close to beating a single level. Like Nightmare on Elm Street, I can literally smash through like most of the game. I still never beat it, but I can smash through most of the game. And then I saw my friend play it. And he literally was so bad. He got to a level like where, like, if you were so bad, you had to like beat Freddy Krueger in like an alleyway. And I'm like, I haven't even seen this part since I was a like a child because I'm not this bad. But it's just that's how hard the games were back in the day. Nobody was supposed to win. I can't count how many times I would play a game. I would get frustrated with a boss or something. I, I would lose like twelve times. Then the next time I would pick it up. After clearing my head, like maybe a week later, just immediate. Like it was a squash match. Just beat him. 
That's how it works sometimes, bro. It is. Do you play any sports games? I don't get the feeling you're a sports game guy. Uh, you know, it, I really don't. The closest thing I come to sports game is probably like Dragon Ball Z or Mortal Kombat, you know, fighting game or, uh, you know, I'm a I guess. I'm fan. I'm a Tekken yeah, fan. Te- Tekken's not bad, you know. Like, the UFC games aren't bad. I was a big fan of EA MMA. I've said it again. Yeah. I've said it before. I'll say it again, you know. The, those were my jammies. And, uh, yeah. Anything yeah. to tell these mofos before we go? Uh, yeah, you know, uh, follow me at the Twitter machine, RiddleTuff7, RiddleBro on Instagram. Uh, I'll be in Texas this weekend for Evolve, wrestling ACH and Dustin, a.k.a. Chuck Taylor, in a hardcore match. And then Brian Cage Sunday for Beyond Wrestling. So uh, if you get a chance, check those out on Beyond or in person. That's a hell of a weekend. I will also be in Texas. Uh, If you're going to the Evolve show, the NXT show Saturday or Royal Rumble Sunday, get at me. Let people know about fight. Yeah, and you owe me a couple beers, Sean. I do. Yeah, we'll have to make that work. You need to make something work. We do, guys. Go to kingofbros.com. Check out Matt's merch. Kingofbros.com. Got it out. You got to change your Twitter handle to King of Bros or Riddle Bro. We will. We will. You guys. Until next time, I have Jimmy Van tomorrow. I think. Showdown Joe's with uh, James Lynch tonight. It's it's a packed it's a packed schedule. It's a packed schedule. I'm teaching jujitsu tonight, and I got like two more interviews, really? like another radio interview tonight. Call, you know? Kingofbros.com, Fightful.com, guys, we're out. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply.